May 2019 sounded like this. Morning, Bob. Uh, it's Mark here. Um, Friday morning and... What time is it? Quarter past seven. And I'm flogging myself on the steepest hill around here called The Grind. Um, Saturday morning, the 4th of May. It's 10.35 and I've um, I got up and um, went for a run this morning. Morning, Bob. It's Tim. It's May Day weekend. It's uh, Sunday morning, about half seven. And I'm doing my best to keep fit with my little boy in tow. But in May 2020, we weren't running. Yeah. Yeah, like in Italy. Yeah. What was the goal? We were doing a bloody Zoom quiz like everyone else in the world. Okay, question six. I'll spare you my painfully niche and obscure uh, questions. You need to listen to this. So, which one of my favourite films from the 1990s is this very important life lesson from? Honey, I'm thirsty. <laughs> the answer was White Men Can't Jump, by the way. But here are three Bob Graham-related questions from Beanie and Giles. Listen carefully, answers at the end. I think you BGR people must know this one. Right. So I've got four choices for you about how high is Scarfell Pike in metres? Ooh, so... <laughs> hey, what if I use the wrong unit of measure? <laughs> yeah. Okay, is it 1,085? Is it 978? Is it 993? Or is it 981? How long did it take Killian Journey to get from the New Hall to the summit of Skidor. Was it A, 41 minutes, B, 46 minutes, C, 51 minutes, or D, 56 minutes? Okay, this is on to um, a friend of the podcast. How long did it take Ricky Gates to complete his Bob Graham round? Was it A, 22 hours, 18 minutes? B, 22 hours, 48 minutes? C, 23 hours, 18 minutes? Or D, 23 hours, 48 minutes? Hi. And welcome to our podcast about the Bob Graham Round. A 66-ish mile run in the Lake District up and over 42 of England's tallest mountains in under 24 hours. Recorded throughout 2018 and 2019, this is an audio account of a year preparing for and attempting the BGR. These are our Bob Graham sounds. So, hello everyone. I hope you're keeping well staying safe and staying sane despite trying to replicate Lake District fell running with 437 laps of your driveway and stepladder in the home counties. As we're all stuck inside our homes, how about we have a bit of nostalgic backing track? This is the pub atmosphere from the King's Arms Keswick, just after we'd finished our Bob Graham round last summer. 
Oh, you can almost taste the pint I failed to finish, can't you? Now, as I rushed to finish the final episode of the podcast series, I had no idea how important that rush would turn out to be. Shortly after uploading the last episode, me and the family had to self-isolate for a fortnight. My daughter had COVID symptoms, and I've not been able to do any podcast making ever since. After a couple of days of coughing with the kids, my other one's a little bit under the weather. They didn't display many covid-like signs though to be honest my wife joe had the virus more certainly i think although we haven't been tested so it's a guess nothing too serious but i seem to remain untouched or maybe i had it and was asymptomatic maybe i'm just superhuman oh here's the bit where i bail the pub early i'm gonna uh, head back and go to sleep Beanie walks me back to the guest house where my broken shell of a body has a short shower and then I get to bed. So, in our isolation, I ran every day for a couple of weeks until I had to go back to work. I'm a local radio producer, so that counts as a key worker. I know. Now, I've returned to cycling as my commute which is just as well because I've not actually been running since I went out for a blast last Saturday at the end of a long day in the house. Uh, Let's just say I had cobwebs to blow away and I loved it a bit too much. It was low tide, there was hard packed sand, there was no people, the weather was cooling down early evening but it was still sunny and I just ran and ran. Uh, finding all the off-road trails and paths that I know so I could meander my way around the edge of Langston Harbour. And I ran quite hard, imagining in my head that I was US mountain runner Anton Krupicka because I'd been watching the film Unbreakable about the 2010 Western States 100-mile race. Gabor from our team had shared on our WhatsApp group the link. After about an hour and a half... I realised I wasn't Anton Krupicka and I hobbled home with a pulled calf muscle and I've not run since. Finally finished Unbreakable. What a race. Love Krupicka's running style. It's a classic. I have managed to watch half of it in several attempts. Unfortunately, I get interrupted by my lovely family saying, You are watching another running video. Can we have the TV now? I got a big eye roll from Jo when she joined me for the second half after a Zoom chat with her friends. Her first comment as Anton Krupajka was on screen topless at the time was, Oh dear, is he your new bromance? Answer equals yes, of course. Eyes looking up and to the side emoji. So anyway, I'm cycling and I'm at work. And while I'm there, my wife Jo and all the kids are at home and it's all a bit weird. Just like it is for everyone. I haven't got much time to spare, so this is not a polished podcast, but observant listeners may have noticed that I'd suggested the grand finale sequence of the series proper would be a trilogy, and so far I've only delivered two parts of that triple bill. So, here's some more nostalgic audio to start uh, and enjoy whilst I get going. This is the sound of a Lake District hotel at breakfast time. Congratulations! Oh, remember Lake District hotels at breakfast time? Well done. Oh, thank you. Hey, Lee. How you feeling? Good. Yeah. 
Oh, feeling all right, yeah. I'm hobbling, but uh, not in a too painful way. So this is the Sunday morning after the attempt, when I'd had that shower and a much needed deep sleep. Yeah, you're right. Hopefully, this lovely guest house in particular, Haukeld, and all the others in Keswick and around the lakes, will survive this rather barren patch of no tourism, and we can all return to enjoy the tinkle of teacups and the taste of a full English breakfast soon. Vegan options, obviously, being available. Then we can hit the hills for a long day in the fells once again. Thank you all for listening to the podcast series and reviewing, tweeting, emailing to say that you've enjoyed it. The feedback's been unanimously positive and overwhelmingly lovely, so thank you ever so much. None more enthusiastically than everyone's favourite, especially mine, running coach, movement analyst, biomechanics expert and hippie in equal measure, Helen Hall. So this was her slightly emotional response to the penultimate episode as we were building up to the midnight departure and I was getting my mantra embedded in my mind. Eat regularly, drink regularly and keep going and going and going and going. And that's the pledge. Goosebumps all over, heart in the throat. Incredible. Loving it. And then here's a taste of Helen's reaction to the actual final episode. I can barely speak. Sobbing as I walk less than a bit with the dog. And so grateful to be in the woods and nobody can see me. So yesterday's dog walk was the beginning of uh, the final episode and then um, just done the final episode and um, I won't play anymore, it wouldn't be fair but I think it's safe to say Helen was quite invested in the series and if you were too and you shed a tear about our exploits then thank you ever so much, I'm touched that you cared Mark, team leader, enjoyed the experience of being in a podcast First of all I suppose I don't want to break the fourth wall but it is a bit weird having listened to a few of the podcasts obviously when you realise that you prefer your voice being or your words being transmitted by a Welsh robot to your own actual tones but, but there, there you, you go, go. Stuck I'm stuck with them. with them some of his other musings seem very outdated now as we can't actually travel anywhere you know it's not really that important what the event is to be honest to me it's more just having something to plan and look at maps and think about how you're going to navigate and look at the place you know where you're going and what what the you know how you learn about that and and learn about the history of the event or maybe the history just of the place it's just you know kind of i love having something to think about and look forward to and um uh, yeah no, that's all sort of kicked off again as do my reflections from waterloo station at the end of the attempt weekend it seems like a time capsule from a different era we could use trains back then we could eat packet sandwiches off our laps in crowded carriages Gradually re-entering the normal life. Now London Waterloo on the train down to the south coast, having um, yeah, travelled down from Penrith to Euston on a nice fast train. Society, have mercy on me.
Tim has had a difficult time of late and he's recorded some lovely reflections recently after sad news that was inextricably linked to his own Bob Graham attempt. So a really big reason for uh, the, the Bob Graham round um, yeah, becoming such a, f- a family affair for the for the Hale um, group and, and the, the Owens uh, group, so Carly, uh, my wife's family, uh, was that in the May of 2018, um, Carly's mum, Linda, was, was diagnosed with, with breast cancer. Uh, for the second time in her life, she, you know, she'd faced it and fought it um, over 10 years ago, but um, we was now going to have to, uh, to to face that again. Um, and we did briefly think about, you know, uh, kind of parking the, the attempt to, to just you know, focus on family over that summer. Um, but actually, you know, we decided to continue. Um, you know, one one thing that was really nice about it was that I was able to uh, to fundraise and run for Linda, uh, run for a chosen charity, um, cancer research, and you know, raised over three and a half thousand pounds. And that, yeah, you know, every donation, yeah, you know, the whole family um, just took heart from. Um, you know, it was. Um, and 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 the whole thing took on you know a a, a bigger meaning. Um, you know it was uh, um, yeah wonderful distraction from um, from from um, yeah Linda's uh, Linda's treatment uh, and you know and the prospect of, of that treatment. And it also it meant that Linda, uh, Carly, and I could go to the lakes together. Um, yeah, with with baby Harvey, and and that was. Yeah, they, they they were some really um, special times, and then yeah, when it got really difficult, and I, I know that I had I had definitely given up for for myself at one point on leg four. Um, you know, I wasn't. You know, I, I, it was just you know too much um, for me. But then there was there was a pathway back to to the attempt by thinking about all of the. The donations that had been been made, the promises that I'd made to um, to to all the the people that had, had donated, and all all of my my supporters as well. And I'd said that you know, even if I don't, even if I don't get round in the twenty four hours, I'll 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 just try and you know, do my best to get round the thing and and kind of honour Linda and um, you know honour all those people that had. Um, donated, and that just helped help me keep back and you know, help me keep going. And I think yeah, there, there was if if there is yeah a message that um, that I can take away from that, it, it was that you know you can you can do more, um, you know you can find more resources within yourself when you are when you are doing it for for other people, and and that. Um, that that to me was a you know, really important lesson, um, and, you know, and something that that I do cherish from from the round. Okay, Bob. So just to continue 
um, my, my reflections on, on family. Um, so I had a huge uh, family support group there. And I think you've, you've, you've listed out some of them on an earlier episode of the, the podcast. But just to give the, the group their, their full uh, recognition. So I had Carly's two sisters, uh, Laurie and, and Jodie, and, and Laurie uh, very much the, the commander-in-chief of the, the support crew. Um, her partner, uh, Beanie, uh, another Beanie, a different Beanie to our, our Beanie. Um, my mum, uh, Carly's mum, Linda, um, my sister Catherine, my sister-in-law, Sean, Patrick's wife, uh, my nephew, Oscar, uh, who... I stole a prawn sandwich from at, at Wasdale. Uh, sorry for that, um, Oscar, but I, I very definitely paid for it on the way up uh, Ubarrow. Um, and then, of course, I had um, Carly, who was you know, a huge support throughout um, you know, the, the, the training and on the day. And then Harvey, who was my absolute source of inspiration, you know, carried a, a picture of him um, all the way round. And that, that's a, a, a very treasured memento um so that's why it felt like um you know such a, a family affair now we've talked um a lot you know a, a lot of the contributors have, have talked about um you know the the friendship um that that, that grew out of the the bog grain round and that that's absolutely true for me um i know bob it was it was part of your your mantra, and I think that that, that mantra was a yeah, wonderful way of of approaching the the round mentally, um, as well as <laughs> the more practical. Just keep going. Um, but I think um, for me, I, I was so fortunate that um, you know, where, whereas for most people, yeah, the the kind of Bob Graham takes you away from from family. Um, for me, it it really brought my family a lot closer and, and to have so many of my, my family there uh on on the day was just incredible and you know to have patrick you know drafted in at late notice yeah you know, I, I was a bit <laughs> a bit mean to patrick because he's he's a climber and i initially uh wanted to draft him in to um to, to help with broad strand because you know i was trying to shave off uh, you know 20 minutes or so um for, for a shortcut up, up broad stand and uh, so i was hoping to rely on his climbing expertise and then um realized probably a bit too late that that that, that wasn't going to work you know logistically it was going to just be too complicated uh, and so i asked him to 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 run leg one with me um and he was he was immense yeah he he'd done so so little training for it but he's he does so much in the mountains um uh anyway that yeah he was he was just solid uh on on the uphill um and it, it was just lovely to have have my brother there um as as part of that and i think yeah, he's he's looking at the Bob Graham. I'm sure he's gonna do it at, at some point. Um, you know, I'd love to to support him on that. Um, but also, um, yeah, I, I love the idea of of me and him attempting the the paddy uh, together because I think our rounds, you know, you know Bob and Mark's and, and mine and Tano's, are a bit unusual. I think you know quite often, you know, you only have a solo contender. Um, but I think yeah, having 
having a, a, a double makes it makes it really nice and you know to, to be able to share that with with a mate you know it's something that, that, that Tano and I you know we don't see each other uh, very much uh, you know we live at opposite ends of the country but um, you know when, when we do we, we definitely share that, that that kind of special bond from 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 the time that we had together so so it's wonderful to have um you know my brother there as as part of it um but as as well for the family you know it was it was about fundraising it it was this ridiculous long shot for me you know and I, I never believed that i could i could do it as i said um you know, I thought I thought my chances of success were about ten percent and they, that gradually increased um you know in the in the final weeks you know I started to feel like you know could potentially do it um but it was it was a real unknown. Oh, hello, Baba. Uh, yeah, I'm talking. Did I wake up? Did I interrupt your nap? I'm sorry, Baba. So I'm going. I'm going to stop. Stop this now, because me. Hi, <laughs> Baba. What is Dada doing? I'm fucking you up, Paula. So this is Harvey, and um, that's very nice to to get Harvey onto the podcast. So I'm going to pause it here. Uh, and continue uh, my, my thoughts around family <laughs> shortly. Hello, Baba. Okay. Yeah, the truck's broke. Okay, the truck's broke. So I'm going to fix the truck. Speak to you soon. So I'm sat here on uh, Mother's Day, um, and it's a, a very different Mother's Day for us this year. Uh, very sad time um, unfortunately Linda was diagnosed um, with with secondary uh, cancers earlier this year and um, she passed away a, a couple of weeks ago uh, she it was a funeral um, earlier this week and that that was a, a real celebration of Linda's life. Uh, the turnout was was incredible, and um, a special shout out has to go to our key workers, uh, Linda's colleagues at ASDA, who um, by the end of the night were were dancing on tables to all of Linda's uh, favourite songs um, with with her daughters. So um, yeah, that that really was. A special um, you know, celebration of her, um, but I just wanted to record my own tribute to to Linda, and um, partly because she absolutely loved um, being famous for things, and I think um, you know to be able to talk about her on the forum of of the podcast, um, you know that that's an opportunity that I just can't can't miss. So Linda was. Uh, you know, she. Th- there's a lot of wonderful things that I could talk about um, with with Linda. Um, she she was a fantastic mother-in-law to me. You know, really welcoming, really loving and, and caring, and just you know, so incredibly down to earth. Um, and so had was so talented um, in in certain areas. Yeah, you know, she was an incredible knitter. You know, Harvey was decked out in some of the best knitted kit, knitted hats. Um, we've got you know, lovely pictures of him as a, a newborn in um, uh, a hungry caterpillar outfit and a penguin outfit that that 
um, Linda would just just sit there and, and these these incredible creations would just emerge. I don't know how how she did it, um, but she was fa- fantastic at, at knitting. She was fantastic at um, baking as well. So so fantastic um, that she inspired her daughter to uh, her daughter Jodie to um, set up a business, Tadar Cakes, um, and um, you know I think the. The talent can be shown in her award-winning uh, lemon drizzle cake, uh, and it really was um, an exceptional lemon drizzle. Um, she won. She won the award one year. Uh, the second year, she didn't win the the award, and we can only, as a family, um, assume that the that, that dark forces uh, were at work. That there was something odd going on with the the judging panel. Um, that year, and, that, and that's certainly you know, what what um, Linda uh, yeah, was keen to 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 drum into us. Um, so you know the the the, the cakes, the the the, um, the knitting, um, but she she did love being famous, and she would would put herself and put Carly in front of you know there, there was this wonderful time when she she pushed Carly in front of a, a local news crew who were reporting uh on a particular um story and so so carly found herself talking about um the withdrawal of certain ivf treatment in uh in in, in wales so yeah it's, it's not a i'll be honest it's not a um a topic that carly knows that that much about but um yeah linda was there nodding along um to to carly's uh insightful uh comment um, she did want to be on um, Bargain Hunt, um, but that's the last time I'm going to uh, mention that that program's uh, name because it's it's now a, a banned term in this house because um, uh, uh, Linda and, um, uh, and and Carly, despite interviewing, uh, you know, video interviewing and then then going to an interview day for, the, for for that program for for some reason they were overlooked as um participants um and again you know we we can only assume that um that, that some kind of dark forces were, were at play um but yeah so I, I just wanted to help um help linda be be famous you know she, her, her fame is is going to live on in our family um, yeah, for the, for the rest of our our lives, but but just wanted to put that out there on uh, Mother's Day. Um, we love you, Linda. Happy Mother's Day. I think our Bob Graham get together this summer is unlikely to happen. It was supposed to be in Scotland, but we'll have to wait for the Highlands. So I think that's it. Our Bob Graham sounds have been heard. Thank you for listening to them. Let's get back to that Bob Graham Zooms quiz. Scarfell Pike in metres is 978. Yay! How long did it take Killian to summit It was C, 51 minutes. The Ricky Gates Bob Graham round next. Uh, the answer was D, 23 hours, 48 minutes. Well done if you got all three. 
By the way, I'm enjoying Ricky Gates' book, Cross Country, all about his run across America. Heartily recommended. I'm about a third of the way through into the Ozarks now. He was a good podcast guest and he's a good author and the pictures are amazing. Really good. So stay safe. Uh, tell people if you've enjoyed the podcast and share it around. And um, yeah, I hope you get running. Hope we all get running again soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. Sitting in the park, passing time. Watching the stars with a bottle of wine. Notice something in your smile. We head off into town. Just in time for kicking out. Call a friend. There was no reply. Never a bow, but it was worth a try. We go rolling down the London road For we know it's not the best way home Sit on the corner staring at our feet Sick to my guts for the love of you Garage up, the head closed down Petrol smell still hangs around don't like it